Welcome to Jaguars Thursday. Former Jaguars Jeff Flogerman and Tony Baselli bring you expert insight and analysis of your Jacksonville Jaguars. Now to get things started, here's the host of Jaguars Thursday, J.P. Shadrick. Welcome in Jaguars Central. It's Jaguars Thursday. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman, Tony Baselli. Rookie minicamp weekend is here. I'm There's excited. Also, another sporting event going on in town as well. I'm excited. I actually there tried to uh, I tried to get a second signing bonus from Tim Walsh while we were walking down the hallway. Really? Yeah, How'd yeah, that yeah. work for you? Not very well. No. 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 I, I tried. I said, you know, hey, uh, what I, was his reasoning? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. I couldn't understand why. I mean, I, you know, you you do so much for this organization. I mean, why, why, you why couldn't I get another a, you know, bonus? I mean, I, I'll be a rookie again. Why not? Right? I'd fail the physical. <laughs> yeah, right now. Especially. No, it's good. It's yeah. uh, it's it's actually kind of kind of interesting. I mean, they all look so young. I mean, Tony looks like really old now compared to the rookies. Well, I, I don't know if you know this, but we are. I don't know. You are. It's We're, funny though seeing those guys. Listen, not, you. you uh, look at Mr. Sling, <laughs> gray beard. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. That's I dyed it gray. Oh, is that yeah. what it was? That's the Just new in the, color. Is it really? Yeah, oh. yeah. That's the new in color. How convenient. Salt and pepper is in. So I, I worked it this way. It was, it was, Outstanding. It was look. You yeah, you like it? it? It's really good. You like it? Yeah. All the rookies came into town today, and they'll be on the field tomorrow and Saturday. And it is funny seeing the guys go around, make the rounds today, walk in, being led into the lunchroom upstairs by uh, one of the scouting assistants over there, getting the grand tour of the place. Here's the lunchroom. Here's the meeting rooms. They're they're getting a feel for what's in the facility. The, they don't have a clue, right? You know, and uh, that's There's meetings tonight. And all that. That's probably the biggest thing. You know, when you come in, and, and I, I, Tony, you didn't have a rookie minicamp, did you? No, I wish we would have. It was better because it was all we came in and we were thrown in with all the veterans. But that's, I mean, it's probably better. Well, the only thing that was better about it is you could follow people. Yeah, you follow. There's nobody to follow in rookie minicamp no. for the most part. Although there are a couple guys that uh, are participating that are participating that are first in the rookie. Players. Yeah, that have yeah. been here. But yeah. I mean, there's like what four or five of them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's better to have, you know, regular minicamp where you've got, you know, veteran guys to follow. You say, oh, okay, offensive lineman, I'm an offensive lineman, I'm going to follow Baselli. You know, for a defensive lineman, you follow Glaze Campbell, you know. I mean, it's the – only, The only positive, I think, though, that I didn't know any better is if you come in that first time, you can kind of get acclimated a little bit as a rookie without the pressure of the veterans and – uh, all being around and trying to figure out that whole dynamic. I mean, maybe it doesn't matter. But that's, I mean, maybe I, that's what's wrong with it. it that, that dynamic doesn't is not there. Yeah, I mean, listen, maybe when that I can, dynamic needs to be there. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was definitely a different feel because when uh, you got here and everybody, all the veterans are here. You know, you, you're running around and you're trying to keep up. I mean, so the pace. I mean, I mean, we got thrown in. If you remember, Jeff, there was no. I mean, after now, thankfully, I was in shape. I stayed in shape. But if you didn't. At first mini camp, it was full speed. Yeah, you were in trouble. I mean, trouble. you were going. It, I mean, it, there was no like, "Hey, let's teach you the drills." It was like, "Get in line and we go." Well, because you know when Tony got drafted, which the draft was April, right? Third um, week of April. Yeah, third week of April, and we had already been working out for better part of when five I came. Weeks, when I came here, six weeks oh, maybe. You've been at it for a while. Yeah, oh, I came yeah. here on my visit March tenth, eleventh, something like that. All the veterans here were working out. Yeah, we were here. We were getting after it. Well, I don't think I was here yet. I was in Hawaii. <laughs> you were doing something else. I was but, here soon after that. <laughs> but, I mean, I walked in, and I, they were all here on my visit. Um, 
So it was a definitely a different atmosphere. But that first day, I mean, that first mini camp, I mean, I was in shape and just the, you know, not, I don't want to say anxiety, but just something new and you're trying to keep up and you want to put your best foot forward and you, you, you sit in a meeting and they're just, they don't like start over and say, no. hey, just like, here's the playbook, figure it out. And figure they it had out. Sent, us, sent me one right after the draft saying, hey, make sure you have some understanding because we're going to hit the ground running. And but it was and so I mean, that was I, I one dynamic. That, a lot of that's intentional too. Oh yeah, to see you how know, you respond because they want to see you know when for example I mean Tom Coughlin loved challenging people to see how they would respond to something that was perceived as negative. Yeah, you know, and so Tony comes in. You know, here's the playbook. Figure it out. They want to see how he responded. You know, they wanted to see how a player would respond in, in a pressure situation when and when he was out of his comfort zone. And that was. All part of the design, because uh, there was no reason to to slow things down other than to let to teach the, to young guys. But they don't want to do that. No, you're gonna roll. But the dynamic dynamics do is a rookie change because I remember after we got done with all the veteran stuff over that six week period of however long it was, the veterans got off earlier than we did, and we had to stay for another two weeks just rookies. And the dynamic changed because now it's all just rookies. I mean, right? I mean, so now you're the, you know, you're kind of running the show a little bit. And you've been there, so but when you're you show up in the veterans, I actually agree with Jeff. I, talking it through, you know, going through it now, I'm glad that we came in with the veterans because it does help you kind of find your way and and also like this is who you're competing with. Yeah, this let rookie, to let you know how hard yeah, it is. Yeah, right this away. rookie minicamp is not real. No, I mean, I mean it's ha- like over half the guys are street. And that's cause for concern from a couple avenues. One is that one is you, you get a you know guy that can get hurt, and then you know you're going to be responsible to pay him until he's healthy or whatever injury settlement. And then the other thing is is that you have you know first round draft pick and and high draft picks you know from the the, the draft class that are on the field and mix it in with guys. Well, that's why they don't do the team very much anymore. Yeah, they're really they're, – they're, they're not going to make a team. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're a camp body, they're and I hate to out. say that. That's yeah. what they are, though. So do you want you know a guy that has no chance of making your team that is here for one purpose, and that for the most part is to be a body in camp, you know, putting one of your high draft well, picks Well, it's not even body risk. in camp, Jeff. It's a body for the rookie mini camp. Yeah. I mean, most right. of these guys sign three-day – yeah, we can contract and get home. Here's a plane ticket, a ham sandwich, and, and here's your waiver to sign to come work out with well, us. Well, and some basically. of them, you know, I mean, we're looking at the list right now. Well, this right is the now. undrafted, but I'm talking about the actual th- – so this is the undrafted free agent, but then there's 38. Just guys. Three-day yeah, contract guys. guys that, you know, I mean, you have no idea, but the undrafted free agents that list that we're seeing now, I mean, these guys have – They a, can compete. They, yeah, they've got a chance to compete and maybe to earn a – whether it be a, a roster spot on you know active roster or practice squad or whatever, mm-hmm. but then the the tryout guys et cetera. I mean that's a that's a whole different world, whole different world. And the other thing that I'm I'm always curious about is you have you know a lot of guys coming from a lot of different places. I haven't seen the weather today. Have you guys seen the weather across the country? I mean, is, are there any guys that are delayed that didn't make it? You know because of weather. Well, it's nice here. I don't think there's any issues there. Okay. Yeah. So if somebody's not I'll here, I'll tell you what though, whatever oh, individual is, it's gonna be hot tomorrow. It's gonna be a warm one. Ninety-five tomorrow. tomorrow. That, that's an eye opener. Yeah, no have fun about that. Hey, I, I guess part of this too is you get your draft picks on the field for the first time. Yes, it's not in pads, but you get an idea of forget pads. They're not even to doing run around any real a little team bit, right? stuff. It's just basically they teach them the drills. 
go through individual, you know, get them moving, see what you can see, teach them tech, basic techniques. Yeah, and it's not really a lear- it's not really like a calm, slow learning environment. No, it's a fast learning environment, but right. still teaching the <laughs> drills. Uh, there's a lot of yelling, you know, with, with it's boot with camp the, the, basically. Ex- exactly, they want to see how they respond and how it's quickly they pick. Not, it's not not boot quite camp. as. It's, give me a break. It's a one <laughs> practice. They're trying to stress them though. Yeah, you're trying to, but you can't uh, with the CBA. You only put so much stress on a guy nowadays. Hmm. So they physically, you only yeah, mentally you can, but there's only so much physical hmm. stress you can put on a guy. Yeah, that, you know, all that changed a bit uh, a few years ago when Dante Fowler went down in that rookie camp in the eleven on eleven work. And then uh, they they changed the next couple of years. They really toned it back a lot during that rookie mini camp. That was at least for this organization. Yeah, no, no, no. How was changed. it last year with uh, Doug's first year? We don't know. We I don't know. We weren't out there. Wait, yeah. I mean, does anyone have any clue? I can't, I can't remember what the reports were. We don't. There, we don't know. there weren't any because nobody was out. Yeah, there. It was it wasn't open? So we don't we don't know. So do you think we could go watch if we asked? Well, your name's on the wall, Tony. I'm sure you could go take right, a look, wanna... take a gander. If you probably like. not. Should we test it? <laughs> I'm not going to test <laughs> it. Are you going to come down here this weekend? No. Okay, yeah. All right. Do you want to test it? No. Yeah, exactly. Curious. So well, why are you even bringing like it up? The, well, because like this, the you know, the pain in the ass I am, it's got to want to. <laughs> that's the portion that wants to test it. Stir it up a little bit, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you could do it, Tony. If you, if you, you really being one press of them, the I issue. No, come on, man. That's impossible. That's you, not you. That's not you at all. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I mean,. Uh, I'm glad. Actually, I think those things should be closed, especially I mean, those first rookie man. I mean, I, I mean, why all, would you all, have joke, it open? all joking aside, I, 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 if I was a coach, I'd, 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 I'd close that kind of stuff. I remember the first uh, Blake Bortles year; they had it open. There yeah, were like six thousand people. Yeah, that's too something. much. I don't like that. Line out the door. I, there's, I, I mean, I guess I'm not against it, but I, just, I would, I would keep that portion closed because training camps will be open, and it should be. And, you know, maybe have a couple OTAs opened up, let people come out and, you know, get excited. But You know who may be more excited that rookie minicamp is closed? More excited than me and you and JP. All the local media? <laughs> Especially the ones that are TV. That oh, yeah. are, they've got the players going on. Yeah, they don't want they, – because they, <laughs> they try, trying to do double duty. No, no, there, no, no, back no. And forth. They're camped out at the no. golf course. No, right. so they're, they're very happy. Well, the the happiest person that's closed is Tom Coughlin because he does, he likes all of it closed. Absolutely, <laughs> and he can close it. Oh, he within can the rules. Oh gosh, yes, he has every right to. Yeah, there's no reason so to open it. You know, it's a good thing. Now, after this rookie minicamp, the uh, phase three, the OTAs uh, start up in a couple of weeks. Did we have phases, Tony? When Not that I remember. I don't remember either. It was all one big phase. Uh, you know, I mean, day, it's, right? I, I mean, I know that like you. In the in the in the regular season, you break it up into quarters. You know, first quarter is four games, second quarter is the next four games. Third, You're you know. good at math, thank you. Yeah, okay, so, yeah. but I never understood of why you have different phases of the off season. I mean, all of the off season has is one goal, so it's not like you're having different phases for different goals. I mean, your goal is to is to always to get better. So I don't quite understand the naming of phases in the off season. Well, phase one is strength and conditioning only, no on field work. Phase two, you can be on the field, but no team. Are we really breaking down? No, well, I'm, I'm telling JP you, breaking down. Yeah, I'm okay, going to break it down. For go ahead. You. I'm going to watch the golf as you yeah, talk about as this. you always do. Um, 
nine on seven, teamwork eleven on eleven, seven on seven not allowed in phase two, only okay. individual drills. Okay. And then in phase three, when the OTAs start, you can actually do some eleven on eleven, nine on seven, seven on seven. But so no why don't contact. you just why don't, instead of having a call? Whoa, 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 whoa! No contact. How do you do nine on seven with no contact? I'm just telling you the rules. I mean, that's ridiculous. We know that if you go I'm out there. Just telling you the rules. No contact. That's contact. So if it's no contact, I can't do that. There's contact. <sighs> the no contact. No, I don't think that you can't take people to the ground. Let's okay, that that's different. Yes. I don't know. Though. That's what the rule says. No contact. But so, <laughs> well, I would like a breakdown of that rule, what that means, JP. Go I'll on. get right on that. Please do. But JP, my whole thing is, is that why do you have like a phase when you just say, okay, well, OTAs have started. Why do you have to have that as a phase? Just say it's OTAs have started. Or we're in minicamp. Because the, like the, the JP's point oh, it is. the league has rules of what yeah. can happen when. It was collectively bargained that way by the players. Right. And so and I would like to understand. Just say it's OTAs. I would or? like to understand the, really what no contact means because I've watched ours and other OTAs, and there is contact. Now, it might not be to the ground, and it's con- maybe controlled contact. Yeah. But there is contact. Well, sure. Football. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you practice in eleven eleven without. But contact. you're not going to have like true contact without pads. You're going to like we used to without pads. Yes, it was full speed without pads. Wow, pretty spirited. Would you? I mean, would you disagree? It was pretty spirited. <laughs> it was spirited. No, I mean, you were going. You better go full. I mean, yeah. it was. Yeah, it was pretty. I mean, the only thing that spirited. didn't happen. Put it put it this way, JP. Me and Tony had OTA uh, off season practice ninety five ninety six. That had more contact than some of our in-season full padded practices. How about some of our training camp padded practices? Right. Yes. Yeah. Like we would have one-on-ones. Yeah. We would have inside. We're nine to seven. We have blitz. We'd have team. I mean, it was full speed. The only thing that you did not do in that drill is you would not take a guy to the ground. Yeah. Obviously, you try to you know. Uh, now, in the better you, the better you got, and the better athlete you were, you could go full speed without going to the ground. Mm-hmm. Actually, one of the things back then you want to know how you got cut from a team is if you couldn't play on your feet full speed, Ooh, going uh, quick. And then the next thing is is in pass rush, whether it was team blitz or one on ones, there was just no bull rush. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't finish a bull rush, but you were going full speed with every other move. Oh yeah, the way it was. All right, here are the official rules what do you got? Uh, by the NFLPA website for Phase 3. Six hours a day, four weeks total, three oh, weeks oh, for oh, 10 OTAs. What fa- what, start, what, phase 3. What, what phase are they in now? Phase 2. They're in Phase 2. What's Phase 2 on here? What Phase 2 is? What I just said, right? Uh, 90 you, minutes you, max on the field. Um, uh, he was reading Phase 3. Yeah, he was so, reading yeah. Phase 3. Yeah, yeah I was, and I'm going to go Phase 2 and Phase Thank 3. Thank you. So what's Phase 2? Uh, phase 2. Three weeks, same rules as Phase 1 apply. That's why I was reading Phase 1. So uh, 90 minutes max on the field, two hours for players to be at the facility. Players choose the other two hours for weights. And uh, there's strength and conditioning coaches allowed on the field in Phase 1. Phase so two, basically Phase 1 and 2 is you can be at the f- – no, uh, you can be phase, at the facility for four hours. Right, and coaches are allowed on the field in phase two. Right. And you can do some individual and, and drills and such. No offense versus defense, no one-on-ones, no helmets. Phase three, four weeks, three of those weeks are 10 OTAs, a maximum of three OTAs each week for the first two weeks. They're all scheduled out, of course. One week for the mini camp is included in that, the, uh, the mandatory mini camp. No pads except protective knee and elbow pads. Helmets are permitted. No live contact. And 7-on-7, 9-on-7, and 11-on-11 drills will be permitted provided no live contact takes place. And does it define, does it define live contact? No. 
That's the NFLPA so, website. So that, and so just to clarify for everyone listening, when you said no contact, that's not accurate. No live contact. Well, what's so the difference? The, well, I think live contact is full speed taking people to the ground. And that's why in the past, if you've been out there for those OTAs, you could hear there was always one coach, and it used to be Rudy, that'd be yelling, stay up, stay up, stay up. And I think they purposely just yell, stay up, stay up, stay up, because everything's being filmed. Yeah. And so if the NFL ever reviews the tape, they can say, oh, there's seat. He's we're, trying to tell him to get up with the arm up, motion. We're not, saying, we're not saying full speed. We're saying control <laughs> and everything else. That's the game. That's, there you have Right? So, my Jeff, apologies. Am I wrong there? No, you got, you got it. My apologies. No live content. There you go. Does that make you feel better? That's so, better. No, it's more it's accurate. accurate. I mean, we're Thank trying you. to do a, we're an accurate show. I get that. Yes. We're trying to give information to I our misspoke. listeners, and you were not doing a good job of that. So I wanted to I misspoke. You. I clarified, and we can move on. Much better. We're going to come back. We have to. Yes, <laughs> we must. <laughs> we, and we're going to pick <laughs> the first Jags draft pick from this year to start a football game. I already and got reasons it. reasons why. Yeah, the punter. Not the punter. Why? He's a player. No, he's not Are a, you saying he's not a football player? We're not going to go there right now. We'll come Ooh, back. Oh, well, I'm make sure I let the. I want to hear that answer. I think Wait, what the, is the guy's name? What's the punter's Logan name? Logan Cook, and he's the first draft pick to sign. By the way, he well, Logan Cook. This I'm going to talk to Mr. Cook and say, "Listen, uh, JP, who hosts our shows, doesn't think you're a football player." Well, he's probably listening right now. No, he's in a meeting right no, now. No, he's not. Probably. We'll come back. Uh, we'll get into that. Plenty to. Uh, discuss around the league a little bit later as well. Check out Jack Hanania's Audi Jacksonville on Blanding. You can lease a beautiful new A3 from just $2.29 a month. Head over today for details. Punters are people too, Tony. Always remember that. It's Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio. Couldn't get here fast enough. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, ready to get here. I talked to Leonard yesterday. Uh, I talked to the coaches. You know, I just, the flight took too long, man. I can't wait. Oh, yeah, I'm ready to practice. Uh, I know a few of the guys. You know, I know Logan. Me and him played the same all-star game together. So I, I know I'm probably have to catch a few of his punts. You know, I'm just excited to get to work. You know, this is something I've been dreaming about my whole life, and now I'm finally getting a chance to do it. There's DJ Chark. Upon his arrival at Jacksonville International Airport today, Jaguars Thursday continues. That courtesy of Jaguars.com. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman, Tony Baselli, DJ Chark. Second round pick here, a roommate as a freshman with Leonard Fournette in Baton Rouge. So that brings up the question we were going to get to before the break here. We, We teased it. And now uh, let's before answer you go the, there, um, he wore number seven, like Leonard Fournette. Is that like something special at LSU, like the best it offensive is. player? So it was. Well, it's the best player. It's a tradition. It was. Didn't the Honey Badger well, wear it? Yeah, so there's a yeah. few guys. So it started with number 18, actually, right. in the early 2000s when Matt Mock won the SEC That's championship. Right. Yeah. And that was the, the special number that, you know, if you were a, a great team kind of player, you were offered number 18. Uh, after that, because Mock came up and, and came out of the, the backup role and, and, and won the game for them. Uh, like Hester, the running back, wore that. For, there was a few guys. Well, he was offered 18, but instead of 18 as last year, he wanted to wear number seven. Because, Who did? Uh, Chark. Okay. Uh, because Patrick Peterson, Honey Badger, uh, Leonard Fournette. All but why did those guys seven. all wear number seven? 
The, the, I think one of them just first was the first guy to wear it. Patrick and Peterson, because everyone wants a single-digit number in college football nowadays, and Patrick Peterson he probably was kind wore of the it. first one. Okay, so those good. guys, so those guys, when they wore it, they weren't wearing it because no. it was a tradition. No, they were a popular that, thing. Yeah, I the good history. Was, I mean, the kind of tradition that started with Matt Mock was eighteen. I yeah. still think it is. Like it the is. guy gets eighteen yeah. every year. Yeah. But so seven, is there now another new tradition with number seven? No, it's just a popular number because there's good players wearing it, and everyone in college football wants a single-digit number. I got you. So that's the that's the idea. It's interesting. It. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, so I, think it's, I think Chark pay attention. Is, I, yeah, I'm listening. Pay to, I always pay attention to Jason. Yeah, that's why I subscribe to his podcast. Me you too. Should. Yeah. yeah, it's free. I listen to it all the time. It's a free website. Jaguars.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a new one out today, by the way. Oh, too. I can't wait. I got. Uh, I wasn't going to talk about it because you you well, no, it. Love teasing. It. No, I'm not going to tell you about it. You can what? find it on Jaguars. No, no, who? Who is it with? It's all we're asking. I don't know. I don't know. Well, advertising. Last, you last week you gave me heck for, for advertising it. Well, I'm now now you want me to advertise yes. it? Don't be. Now it's allowed. Yes. All right, let's don't Max. be stupid. Calais Campbell is who it is. Calais Campbell. There you go. Thank you. Yes. All pro defensive lineman. He's got a bowling event coming up next week. He does. Yes. Are you a bowler? Can you bowl with that thing? Lefty. <laughs> no. Okay. The question we had before the break: Which Jaguars draft pick outside of the punter? Yes, punters are people too. But you don't think which, they count as football players? They are specialists. Um, so, which of the other draft picks will start a game first for the Jags? What do you think, guys? I got two in mind. I got one that we just heard from that could be in mind. Well, so hold, hold on. Let's let's, let's, let's review the draft picks here real quick. Okay, mm-hmm. you got you got defensive tackle Taven Bryant. That's no, correct. that's a no. Chart that wide receiver, wide receiver possible. So. No. Okay, uh, third round pick uh, safety Ronnie Alabama. Harrison. Ronnie Harrison. Mm-hmm. Mm, fourth no. round Richardson, the uh, offensive lineman uh, from he, he North just Carolina signed, State. And he just breaking news. Officially, by breaking the news by he Joe Fortunato. Uh, okay, thank you, Joe. We got him. Fifth round. Good call, Joe. Great job. Fifth round. Fifth, I didn't, have one. No, no didn't have one. I know it was a big question. Sixth round. Tanner Lee. Quarterback. Tanner Lee signed. Breaking Tanner news. Got to get new music. Breaking news. Breaking he news. just signed. Locked okay. him up. Okay, now we go to two picks in the seventh round. Leon Jacobs. Linebacker, Wisconsin. Does he start? Signed. We just signed. He just signed, too. Yeah, wow. Breaking okay. news. We're getting all two. these guys in here. Okay. Uh, Logan but Cook, the, the punter, is the seventh round pick. Okay, so out of those draft picks, JP, you're asking – who do we think is I going got, to be the first to start a game? Yeah, I've narrowed okay. it down to three for me. We're not I'm, asking for three. I'm, I'm, I'm We're starting asking there. for one. We like your thought process. My Go thought ahead. process is pull that list back up, Max. <laughs> you don't um, know who's on no, the team. No, like, it helps me look at it. I, I will go uh, Ronnie Harrison, Will Richardson, or Leon Jacobs. Those are my three. That Really? The reason for Ronnie Harrison, and I hope it doesn't happen, but you know, Barry Church is older. You got to age there, you know, get nicked, dinged, or something like that. I don't think he wins the job, but that's why I give it. I'm, he's he's the third of my choices there. Um, uh, Leon uh, Jacob is because we don't have a strong side linebacker right now, and could he come in and uh, beat out Blair Brown or someone else for that position? I think there's a good chance. There's a not. I mean, you know, fair fair chance for that. He's. Uh, and then uh, he's going to. He, he, one thing is for certain: if he's a starter, people are going to go, "Oh my god!" Yeah, he looks good. Pull the put the list back up there. Look, look at look at his body. I mean, he's just a, a max. Put it up. Physically. Yeah, he is. And then uh, I think my leading candidate. It's either so. I, I really I come down to two: Leon Jacobs. I think uh, Will Richardson. I think Will Richardson is going to be given a legitimate shot <clears throat> to compete for both the right guard and right tackle position. All right, I'm, I'm going to go with the first round pick, Taven Ryan. 
I think you know because uh, this defense last year was he's very not going to start. No, well, I'm not, I don't. I don't think he's going to be a regular Maybe starter, like a spot starter. But I think he'll get a spot start. Yeah. You know, because of injury. With because of injury at some point. I think and, that's that's where DJ Chark can come in too. If okay, they, yeah, which yeah, one yeah. Of, but if they run a three wide, if there's some injury situations in look, the receiving core, I don't, core, look, I don't could, think any yeah. of these guys can are going to be win? like starting because they've earned a job yeah, as a starter. That's the question. Dude, yeah. Can any of them win a starting job? No. I mean, Richardson I, I, I could. You think so? You I think, think Jacobs Richardson. and Richardson could. Who else is okay? Let's just go to Jacobson. Where, who's your third linebacker? If it's I think I think he could have a realistic shot at it. Well, yeah, Blair Brown is the the strong yeah. side linebacker. Like right I said, now. I think he could have a shot at it. Uh, but Richardson coming in here as an offensive lineman, I don't think so. I think he's. I think now, in in the next couple of years, I mean next year, I think he he'll probably be a starter. You know, I think he's got that kind of talent. But I this year, I don't see it happening. I, mean, I, I will say I think if Leon Jacobs the best chance of winning a job, mm-hmm. and then because of possible injuries, I would uh, I would say it's either uh, Harrison or Richardson. Uh, I don't think it's Shark because I think he'll end up being the forward, the, probably the, the fourth receiver to start okay. the season. You hope that none of them start. And uh, that, yeah, no, that's exactly right. And I know. think uh, and I think uh, Tavon Bryant is also going to be he'd be your fourth option to what start. What was his name? What was his name, Tony? Say it again. Is it Tavon? No. Tevin? Taven. Taven. No, Taven, Brian. Go ahead. It says ta- the way it's spelled is Tavon. No, it's not. T-A-V-O-N. E-N. Oh, is it E-N? No. Taven. Yeah. Sorry. English. I thought I saw his O there. <laughs> you need to get your eyes checked. It's Max's fault because so, he didn't have it up well, for you. Yeah, so you that's right. It. He keeps taking it up and down off the screen. It's a whole thing. Taven. It's a whole thing. Taven, Brian. Yeah, Taven, Brian. You might want to learn his name. That's He's right. a first don't, round. Don't worry about it, Tony Bacello. <laughs> That's right. Hey, your last name spelled with an O at the end instead of an I? Could Marcello. be. Yeah. Could be in the old country. from now, yeah, <laughs> Back in the old days. Uh, we'll come back more around the corner. Uh, we'll look around the NFL By as the way, well. there was some news that came out uh-huh. from somewhere. Yeah. And it had to do with the Eagles. And uh, I was going to ask you about You're it. really Joe. narrowing it down. That's great. Let's think about it over the break. That's a good tease. We'll get oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, but, hey, by the way, we have some news about the Jaguars' quarterback and his automobile last night. Is that public? That broke or you this just, afternoon, yes. It's, it's public. It's out there. We'll come back in just a moment. It's Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio. What's out there? I don't know. There's a lot of energy in the, in the locker room. Um, there's a lot of team leaders, and there's a lot of hard work going on. So, I mean, if you're watching those guys last year, you can tell that they were focused and they had a goal. And now just coming out here with these guys now, you can, you can still see that they're eager. They're angry. Um, they got a lot to prove. They, they still feel like people are doubting them. So there's a lot of hard work going on. There's a lot of young guys in the room that's, that's pushing the older guys to be better. That's Dante Moncrief. I think he has a big year this year. For the Jags on Jaguars.com Live yesterday, the archive available. He's got a lot of ability. Now. I think he has a big year this year. I really do. Got to stay healthy. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, you can say that about everybody. I mean, you go know? back to the last time he played with a quarterback. Andrew Luck, he had a nice year. Pretty good years ago. as a number two receiver. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me I, get I some play- before you go to the okay. to the to the LSU thing. The one thing I always remember about Dante Moncrief was just the big and fast. Big and fast. I mean, like supposedly the numbers that he had. Were Catch only, radius, yeah. With well, it was it was the the forty time, the strength, the size, that there has not been many guys in the NFL's history 
that had some of the measurables that he had. All combined together. Yes, right. okay. exactly. The total package kind yeah. of thing. All right, go to the LSU, yeah, the number got, yeah, So just clarity, we were talking about 7 and 18 and what do they mean and all this You're stuff. You're known for your research, Tony. Thank and you. So, uh, this comes from who, Spike? Yeah, my buddy, Pastor Spike Hogan, LSU guy. Good guy. Um, uh, Anybody, anybody's name is Spike? Don't give up your sources, man. Well, I mean, I don't think he Why? really cares. Anyway, um, he's a big LSU fan. Uh, he says that seven at LSU is given by the coaches to the best playmaker. This year it will be given to Jonathan uh, Giles, uh, who's a transfer wide receiver from Texas Tech. I guess he's the best playmaker on their team this year. 18 is the player who is given by the coaches to the player who best represents character and leadership on the team. There you go. So We were right around it. We were close, but yeah. not that far. In the close. ballpark. Yeah. So there you have it. Hmm. So how about this news that came out uh, this afternoon uh, regarding the Jaguars quarterback, Blake Bortles? Uh, many of the news outlets had it this afternoon, but apparently last night, uh, Blake's truck is parked outside of a house on the intercoastal over at, at Jack's Beach. And it's surrounded by cars. There's a, a gathering at the house, and you know people are in the house. Well, uh, somebody, uh, apparently an 18-year-old uh, kid, tried to walk down the street and, and saw the truck was unlocked. Saw the keys in the truck, saw the wallet in the truck, tried to steal the truck. Well, there were did too many take, car- Did he take the wallet? Oh, they took some stuff out of the wallet. They found the wallet on the ground. They couldn't get the truck out because there's too many cars around the truck. Mm. And so obviously de- not a monster truck then decides, where he just would have pulled it right no, out of no, his no, top. No, no, no. Okay. Then he decided he couldn't get out, so he's going to go in the party and kind of blend in and all this. Well, they stopped him at the party, called the police. And Did they get the stuff back Blake out of the wallet? It's Blake Bortles' truck. Did they get the stuff out of the wallet? That they I think so. Yeah, they had, they, the kid didn't get away. but um, That kid's dumb. So Dumb for multiple Blake reasons. Blake nearly had his truck stolen He's an night. idiot, the 18-year-old, for multiple reasons. One, you should never steal. Yes. It's wrong to steal to stuff people. Uh, two, if you're going to be that big of an idiot to do that, don't go walk into the party of the people you just stole stuff from. <laughs> Like, leave. Oh, you're an idiot. That's classic. I mean, now. you're just dumb. Yeah. Let me go and check it out. Hey. Huh. Well, apparently, the, the and le- and lesson to Blake, uh, I wouldn't leave your wallet with the <laughs> cash yeah. uh, yeah. on the seat with your keys in your truck. Yeah, that's not good. Like, the keys in the truck I'm okay with. If it's blocked in, what are they going to do? Can't get out. But the cash or the wallet, yeah, whatever but, was in there. Yeah, but why would you leave the keys in there? Because you got a house key. Yeah, you don't well, he leave your keys well, it's out. It's not like he house. knows where he lives. Yeah. And figure it out. We look at the driver's well, registration of the truck. Well, that's fair enough. Okay. Yeah, well, good fair. point. Good you don't leave wow. keys in your vehicle, period. I do. Every night. I mean, you're a knucklehead. No, but I have the automatic lock. Well, you have like it. a gated no. neighborhood. You're a no, different I don't, animal. I don't live totally in a gated different neighborhood. You're out yeah, there. 24-7 security. It's uh, nonstop. Cameras. Armed guards. He's got Rottweiler dogs. Shooters in the towers. You got it all. Armed guards, fully automatic rifles, watching the perimeter. All times infrared. <laughs> I have none of that motion um, sensors. Motion sensors. And all of that. No, but I have, I can lock the car. You know the little buttons you can push and combination deal. Hmm. Oh, you got fancy truck. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yep. So, but I had my car stolen out of my driveway about five years ago. Really? Yeah. Yep. So wow. uh, left the really? keys in the. Oh, I, uh, I, uh, I'm uh, at no. Uh, see. No, let me tell the whole story. I am anal about locking my car every night. My wife is not. And I can't put it on her because it was my car. 
But uh, could not have been me because I'm literally anal. Could have been Tony. But it you was got that JP. Couldn't have could, been. Could, could have not been. have been Tony. But I, t- been I took the blame. I did take the blame for it. But so wait uh, a minute, you just pinned it on your wife. No, I said, <laughs> I said, I, I always, I struggle with it. That was I, the worst Mia culpa I've ever seen. Yeah, well, that's okay. not good. She does, not she's not like listening. Um, that you know of. <laughs> no, I know she's not. I know right where she is right now. I think. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, car got stolen. Out of my driveway, I came out the next morning, my car was gone. I actually went to my wife. I'm like, did you park my car somewhere else? Did the boys borrow it or whatever? No. And it was gone. And I uh, found it uh, three days later uh, on the north side. Hmm. Wow. Keys in it. License plate's gone. Wow. Uh, like the cops would have said, one more, if we wouldn't have, if you, one more day and it was probably on a boat going somewhere. Hmm. You know the Jacksonville Sheriff's I've Office. Had, I've only had one vehicle stolen ever. Have you really? Yeah, New York City. Did you leave the keys in it? No, no. I mean, hot wire. The crazy, crazy story. Well, this is the eighties. This is way back. Seventies. No, this was early nineties. <laughs> okay. And this this pretty wild story. You know, when when we <laughs> played in New York, you know, our training facility and where we lived at was on Long Island. Mm-hmm. Well, or the stadium was. At that time, was the Meadowlands Giant Stadium, yeah. which was you know you say had to go, it's in the same place. You had to go through Manhattan to go to the game, so we stayed at the game. And so on the way back, because the traffic was always bad, we always would stop in the city and have dinner or whatever, and then and then go back home. So we all decided, you know, when I say we all, uh, guys on the team, we all decided to meet at a bar restaurant to have dinner together, and then after that, we would all go home. Just dinner. Uh, yeah, just yeah. A dinner. Yeah, just yeah. dinner. That's it. And pulled in to a spot that was legal to park there, and and other guys were parked there. And so, like, I think I was behind Kyle, Kif- Kyle Clifton Suburban. Okay. He was a linebacker on our team. Were you and driving like a Corvette? It was like a – no, it wasn't a Corvette. Camaro? It was a – it was like a uh, yeah, something like that with your Chevy, some with your mullet. You had to have some like Chevy like a Pontiac Firebird, Tahoe, yeah, you had a Firebird, or something. Tahoe, some with the mullet so flapping anyway, in the wind. Go in, <laughs> mullet was flapping definitely. So go in, <laughs> eat dinner, and and I didn't stay long. I was just grabbing, grabbing, and going. And yeah, so I sure, ate and left. And literally came out. And here's the thing: it was I was parked behind Kyle Clifton Suburban, right? And I think it was Marvin Washington came in. Like 15 minutes after I did, he was parked where, <laughs> where I was behind Kyle Clifton wow. Suburban. So somebody saw me pull in, hotwired that thing within 15 minutes and stole it. And then Marvin Washington comes in and goes, oh, there's what an open spot. spot. Unbelievable. He pulls in there and wow. parks. What, my, what luck. Did you ever get it back? Playbook? No, 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 no. Playbook, car, psh, gone. Never saw it again. Never heard about it. Nothing. Gone. Hmm. What do you do? I bet you left the keys in it. You're just not telling nope. the probably. truth. Yeah. Nope. Probably so. Nope. Probably so. And that's why the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office is uh, promotes the 9 p.m. routine every night. Make sure the, the doors are locked on your car. So I do it every night. Can't, I do it every night. Ever since that. I mean, I, always I don't have doors on the car, but I, I do it every I, night. I do it every night. Make sure my cars yeah. are locked and something else is locked and ready. Hey, we'll, we'll come back in a moment. On that, on that note, we'll uh, return <laughs> and go around the National Football League. Some big stories around the league this week. PRI Productions, the official event production company of the Jags, has everything you need to bring your next idea to life. Visit PRIproductions.com. It's Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio.
Are you gonna get your Miles Jack wasn't down shirt out? Have you you know, um, I, I didn't really want it. I mean, it's kind of a negative thing, but if the people want it, uh, if you guys get like a poll going, you, this is live. Yeah, yes. this is live. Okay, so if y'all want it, let's get a poll started or something, and I, I, I could figure something out. We could definitely, definitely get that going. But I appreciate the support. I, I didn't think I was down either. You know? There's Miles Jack yesterday on Jaguars.com live surprise appearance, walking through the hall, poked his head in here, and. Jumped on set with us. That was John Ozier with a question about the Miles Jack wasn't down shirts that are out there. Mm. And he confirmed that he was not down. No, he was not. Shocking. I know. He was not down. Coming up at Daly's Place tonight, Post Malone and 21 Savage. Just hours away. A sold-out show tonight. Steely Dan and the Doobie Brothers Sunday. And Odessa, Wednesday, May 16th. I'm going to Post Malone tonight. Are you really? Yeah. Are you sitting on the fancy couch down close? I've heard that. What do you think? Uh, I think you are. I've heard, I've heard that's a pretty happening thing. Yeah. No, it's packed tonight. Yeah. It's going to be packed. Sold out. And if you're watching on Jaguars.com, you, we have a live look inside Daly's Place. The crowd's starting to make their way into the pit down below. Should it, be a it's great so, crowd Yeah, tonight. it's sold out. Packed house. What so, kind of music they play? This is uh, Post, Post Malone, Malone is, is like hip-hop. Rap. Yeah. yeah, hip-hop. Yeah. I got you. And then, you know, Steely Dan and the Doobie Brothers. And then Odessa. When is, when is Steely Dan? That's Sunday. If you would have listened to the read a moment ago, you would have known that. Sunday. I try not to listen May to you 13th. very much. <laughs> and then uh, Odessa is uh, electronic is o- music. Yeah, I'm not going to go to that. Like yeah. like electronic dance? Yeah, like bring like, the glow sticks and everything. Do you start you know, dancing but. and stuff there? Or is it like- I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, I don't, I've never heard Odessa. Give, but give, uh, it's the first electronic show at Daily. That'd be cool. Right, I'll try. I mean, you're gonna go? No, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go home tonight and then do oh, a hit some Odessa. Yeah, to listen to it. Are you uh, bring it up on Spotify? Yeah, first yeah, of all, yeah, yeah. That's a lie. You no, will I will. Not. No, you seriously. Won't. Okay, we're gonna quiz you. I'm gonna do that. Going to go to the back porch, put on the grill, fact, and Odessa. No, I'm just telling you, there was, uh, there's another band that. Uh, How do you spell Odessa? Just so I know. I think it's O D E S Z A. Is that accurate? I believe so that's it's accurate. like Odessa, but with a Z. Yeah, Odessa, take out Texas. the S, use okay. the Z. Right. No, but the uh, the other band that I did that with, uh, 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 the producer of the Outdoor Show, to said, "Hey, man, check out this Greta Van something or other." Greta Van Sester. It, it was she's one of the anchor. She's got anchor on no, Fox no, no. News. <laughs> no, it was she, like a, now NBC. Uh, it was one of the bands that played. What did she do? Where did she sing? Welcome to Rockville. And Joe, you you probably can pull them up. It was up. last. Uh, it was draft weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was some one of the bands from Welcome to Rockville, and I was like reading it off, and I was like, "Wait a minute, who are they?" And he said, "They, this is Odessa, apparently." Joe Fortunato, digging deep tonight. That's coming up Wednesday. So no lyrics, no, no singing. I like that. Yeah, kind of like Massive Attack. This is what you need on the fishing boat, Logs. Yeah, that's, good too. that's actually some good tunes. Yeah. Joe's bobbing his head. He's getting down. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's what's coming up. Joe, can you play bass for that? Daly's place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's time for us. Sure, you can, Joe. <laughs> to go around <laughs> the national football. He said like he was like Lee. Like slash. <laughs> Let's start off around the NFL. Matt Patricia indicted but not tried in a 1996 spring break sexual I assault allegation. Can we this. get to the end of the story? No, Robert Snell of the Detroit problem. News had the story. 
The Lions said the indictment eluded them during a background check that searched for only criminal convictions. The charges were dismissed after the alleged victim would not testify at trial back in the late 90s. Patricia today maintained his innocence. Ownership of the Lions, the GM, the team president, released a statement of support for their new head coach. Okay, I mean, is it not in this country that you're innocent until proven guilty? Is it not how the justice system works? That's correct. That's how it works. There was he was there was, all charges were dropped. He was never given he never went to court, never went before a grand jury or any jury. I read uh, there was a grand jury though. That's what I read. Okay, but my point is all charges were dropped. I didn't That's read correct. I did no not trial. read that there was not a I didn't there hear no there was trial. a grand jury. But my point is there was no jury trial where That's he had correct. a chance to defend himself. After all the investigation and everything that went through, he was a college student at the time, all charges were dropped. Is that not the case? That's correct. So why is it a story 22 years later? Because of, he's a head coach. No, but that's, that's not right, in my opinion. I totally All agree. charges I'm just were saying dropped. That that's why it's out. If, According if he, to our if, justice system, he is innocent. If and, he had and done And they didn't nothing. even pursue the charges that they, that, they had, uh, that they brought against him initially. Why are we still talking about this? Why is this a story? Why should – because what happens here, the problem I have with it, as soon as you read that or the headline, or you just go by the headline, mm-hmm. there are people in this country right now that read that and they think Matt Patricia did something wrong, wrong yep. to a woman. Or illegal. Or illegal. And I have a problem with that. That is poorly written and it should, that is not a story. I really have a problem with that. Now, I, I, if, he, if someone did it, you know, go after him, throw the book at him. Anyone who sexually assaults anybody or lays their hands on a woman inappropriately, I get it. Go after them. They should be, you know, according to the justice system, they should be uh, tried. And if, they, if they're found guilty, penalize them to whatever the, the, the sentence requires. I, but I if can, someone, I can tell you this. if yeah. the charges are the, dropped and there's never an opportunity for him to defend himself, that's not fair. The writer yes. did not start out on a good foot with Matt Patricia. No. The, the guy from the Detroit newspaper Robert Snell that wrote the the article. I mean, that's I really have a problem. Here's a, all right, here's a kind of wrong I, in my opinion. Uh, here's a question: If this would have been out before uh, he was hired, would he be the Lions' head coach right now? If if if, if you get don't Why get a job, he be? I'm just I'm if just you if you are be, if be, you are yes, harmed, he should be from getting a job. I believe he should be too because yeah. of something that was never you were never convicted of, you were never tried on, nothing came of it. You're, according to the Constitution, you are innocent. Our justice system, innocent until proven guilty. He was never even given the opportunity to defend himself, and the the state or the prosecutors never went after him to prove that he was guilty. Why are we talking about this? Why is it a story? And if it harms him at all, in any way, I would go after the paper, the writer, and everything else, and say, "What is? I mean, you can't because they're protected. Well, no, but it's hard to prove a liable and uh, liable and slander case. Very difficult. But I'm just saying, I I read that this morning, JP, Mm -hmm. and I was I saw yeah, I happened to see like I read uh, it, and I'm like, come on, what are we doing? Little a little news clip, and they were talking about Matt Patricia, you know, charged, and it was like, I'm going, wait a minute, what happened? Yeah. yeah, the and way so, the headline was written is so inflammatory. Yeah, so here the, my first reaction was, "Oh my gosh, what happened recently to Matt Patricia?" Yeah, I think you read it's 1996 and Padre well, I, found, I found that out. He was a college that. student, yeah, and he was I mean, never come on 
Take it was, all everything was dropped. Everything. What else you got? All right, let's move along. Gosh, it bothers me. Saints running back Mark Ingram, a four-game suspension, a violation of the league's policy on performance-enhancing drugs. Ingram apparently vigorously challenged the four-game suspension, saying he tested positive for a substance that was permissible with a proper use exemption with the NFL. But it sounds like all the appeals process is is done, and since it's been announced, it's all that appeals my process guess, has been exhausted. My guess is, if that's the, the way I read that statement, and this is a complete, I'm assuming that it might be something like Toradol. That not, not Toradol, but uh, what's it? Uh, the ADHD medicine. Uh, uh, that you can, uh, Ritalin. Ritalin. Yeah. Something like that. That is actually, if you take that, that's not prescribed, that that can be. Uh, yeah, that, but you're guessing. Be, you're, you're guessing. No, but I'm now. saying, but something like that. I'm, I'm yeah. not saying that's it is, but a, one of those drugs along those, like Ritalin or anything for ADHD, if you are prescribed it and you have a doctor and everything else, you can, you're going to te- you're going to pop positive for that on the, yeah, on the but if you test. If, but if you take that, Without the prescription or not given to you by the proper, you will pop positive on that, and it's a four game suspension. Yeah, but that's if you looked at his attorney's response to it, it was he was kind of saying that he didn't take it, and then if he did take it, it was okay that he did. So I mean, it's, it just it was a weird statement by the attorney, and that he was but, trying, but based on trying, that, the trying to play could, both ways of getting out right, of any well, type yeah. of that's fault. Lawyer, that's what lawyers do. So, but it's, the way he this, his statement reads, it's something along those lines mm-hmm. that. One of those drugs that if you have a prescription for it from a doctor, whether you test positive Here's or not. Here's the deal. The NFL made a decision. It's and over. They, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, which comes to an interesting conversation <laughs> about uh, marijuana. In states that it's illegal and medical marijuana where it's legal, if that's prescribed to you from, by a doctor, to, and today, the way I understand it, the way the league rules are written, even if that's matter. prescribed by a doctor, you still, you're out. I mean, it's a, you're not out, but it's a, it's a, it's against fail, the policy. You right. fail the test. Well, the league is allowed to do that. The league is allowed to According do that. According to the CPA, you're right. Yeah, the league is allowed to do that. If, I was, if, you don't, if you don't like it, then you just don't work it. for them. You go find a different well, job. Well, I agree with or that, but I think that's something. The CBA I, I guarantee you. a private job. I mean, no, if you don't I like it, find a different job. Jeff, I agree with you. I'm on the same page as you. I'm just saying I would bet anything at the next CBA, that issue, marijuana, will be brought up. In one of the discussion issues of what substances are tested for and what are not, hmm. just because of where the trend is going in most of the country now, medical marijuana. I think marijuana. I think over fifty percent of the states have medical marijuana laws, and you're and then the handful have full marijuana uh, being legal. I bet you it'll be interesting to see it because those type of things. I mean, Ritalin's another one. There's certain drugs that uh, can be used as PEDs or recreational drugs, but also can be prescribed by doctors for real medical purposes you know one of the biggest proponents uh the guy that's really tooting the horn for medical marijuana usage former nfl player it's eugene monroe right uh one of them. he's he, one of them yeah he's yeah. big yeah. uh the yeah and i don't know how how much eugene is into it oh, but he's I just oh, follow he's him on twitter yeah. the guy that is really also out there is marvin washington who uh i was teammates with with the new york jets and he's been really really active in it and, mm. and uh you know and look i if, if there's a you know, solid medical use for it, as it appears there seems to be in some in some case. I know epilepsy and well, it's and, proven uh, to help kids, especially kids with epilepsy. And uh, the, then the, I'm all for it for the, that kind of all stuff. the seizures that they have that can help lower the amount of seizures drastically. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, listen, if it's for a kid that's going to help them live a whatever better life, it takes. I mean, please, there, there's no reason to make that uh, stop the, what kid from taking something like that. But Different story, I guess. Not really anything to do with the NFL. Uh, no, not at all. Uh, <laughs> Jeff brought it up. I was just kind of well, tagging just, along. Just 
Let's go to the Metroplex. America's team is planning to pay Dak Prescott what he deserves. Stephen Jones <laughs> said it that? in a Fort Worth Star-Telegram story Wednesday. He's a fourth-round pick, remember, a four-year contract of $2.7 million total. That's oh, less. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up again? That's his rookie contract. Wait, 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 how many years? Four years. How much? $2.7 million total. What he round pick was he? Round fourth, fourth round pick. And do you realize starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. You, you realize, well, you know where I'm going. Okay, four years, two point seven million. Mm-hmm. That was more than I six hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. That was more than I earned as a first round pick in my first contract. No kidding. How yeah. about that? That just I goes back to show you 70s, how how the game has changed. I was actually uh, we were actually trying to figure this out, and that you know first round pick that uh, the year that I made it would be NFL minimum now essentially for a first, second, third, and fourth year player, which is I mean just goes to show you how drastically the money's changed. And for example. You know, our our quarterback that we had back in the time, you know, and the quarterbacks in the league were making 1.3 to 1.7 million back in, you know, in the early 90s. And now 30. I mean, what a change. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a change. No doubt about that. So, uh, for a little more of, of, of this roster in Dallas. Cole Beasley, the wide receiver, is going to make $3.25 million this year alone, the slot receiver yeah, but for the Dallas Cowboys. That's the way it works. In time, it'll come. Hey, and that's the, way, yes. the Cowboys hit the lottery. Good for them. Yeah, I mean, they got a great quarterback. So, wait a minute, let, let, me, let me ask you this. Are you feeling star, sorry for Dak Prescott? I think he's going to be just fine. Okay. I mean, well, here's just, the, here's I mean you bring up the slot receiver, and it makes you kind of I'm like tooting the horn, like we should feel bad for him for only I'm making, comparing you know, 400 and yeah. something thousand Well, here's the ridiculous part of the whole deal. He's going to make a lot of money soon. Is the quote by Stephen Jones, who's, I think, a very smart guy, but to say we will pay him what he, <laughs> what he deserves, <laughs> what he's worth. Let's go ahead and give him the blank check while you're at no, it. But yeah. No, but what he's saying is I'm not committing to anything. We'll see what happens when he's a free agent. I'm not going to. Yeah. I mean, which is smart by him. I just think basically said, we'll cross that bridge yeah, when we get exactly to it. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's just funny that yeah. Yeah. here's the big quote from Stephen Jones. Yeah. Basically him saying, I'm not going to worry about it right now. I don't yeah. have to pay him anything. And he shouldn't, by the way. It's business. Here's the thing. It's business. And that's just the way it works. Is it business with an S or business with a D? It's business. 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 I'm, I'm business. not sure how you spell that. Pronunciation, but that's a or enunciation. But that's what. Speaking it is. of the draft business, could be in Nashville next year. Adam Sheft reporting that Nashville has become the leader to host the 2019 NFL Draft. On Broadway Street, could be. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be. I mean, first of all, I love the city. Nashville's a cool city. Be could a good be. place for it. Late I May. hate Tennessee. Anything to do with the Titans, I hate. Late May, the owners' meetings in Atlanta. They'll uh, figure out and announce <laughs> where the draft will be. All right, you're going to the players' logs with your sling? No, he won't be out no, there. You're going, Tom. I'll be out there. Yeah. I might be out I support there the, I support the community. I'm Max like is not going. Did, uh, did they open the ponds up for fishing this week? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, See you out if there. If they the did, I'd be reel. there. <laughs> for our entire crew, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. It's Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio.